Are you ready? I was born ready. No, that's what they all say. You're not the first one to say that. Okay. I, <laughs> this is the John Peckley Podcast coming to you from Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance in beautiful downtown Portland. Connecticut, that is. Come over the bridge, go through one light, start looking left. And we are here today with Mr. Mr. Alan Friedman. Mr. Wow. Mr. Well, why very, not? very cool. Hey, why not? Why not? Mr. Alan Friedman. Before we get started, I just want to say I, I never wanted to be one of these people that wears their own name on, a, on their own clothing, but this is what Dave has done to me, uh, the John Peckman podcast. We now have hats. Yeah. It's um, good. You're branding. That's, I, I guess that's what they call it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been branded, right. and now I'm branding. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so if you're interested in this hat or a mug or what else do we have? Uh, T-shirts, whatever. T-shirts are good. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, check okay. it out. And I just, because I have hat head from, it's, let the record show, it's like in the single digits. Yeah, it's really So cold. I've been wearing a hat, so I just swapped out. So anyway, <laughs> I'm this guy now, I'm wearing my own name on, but that none of that matters. It's very stylish. Alan, Alan Free, thank you. You may find yourself <laughs> yeah, right. one if you're not careful. <laughs> so tell us all about yourself. John, just, where do I start? I don't, the beginning. <laughs> I was born in 1956. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm officially old. I just had my birthday a couple of days ago. Oh, January hey. 7th. Happy birthday. I turned 66. Wow. I don't feel a day over 64. It's amazing. Good. So That's okay. Yeah, I celebrated by having some knee surgery. Um, oh, good. So it's like, you know, that's what happens when you get to this age. That's so. what they say. It's a miracle, though. It knee is. Knee surgery. It's it's, I, was, I was in and out in a few hours. Wow. It was crazy. It was crazy. So that's No, I'm doing, I'm doing good. It's, it's fun to be here. I'm with the best drummer in Connecticut. Uh, that sounds like such an offhanded compliment to uh, like, yeah, why is it just Connecticut? But but you are. You're the best I'll, drummer in Connecticut. Uh, thank you. I'll take it. Yeah, that's, it's that's true. Fine. That's fine. We um, I, I've played with you a few times. It's been, yeah, it's been great. It's been known to happen. So tell us um, who you are, what, okay. you're, what you're doing, like who you currently are and, and what we should know. And then we'll go back. Okay. Um, story, you know? So I'm a Resident of West Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. Um, I'm a guitar player. Uh-huh. Um, write music, record music. Sure, we have a pile of albums. Uh, yeah, I CDs got here. five. Working on the sixth one. I got a band project CD that I did um, wow. called Cannonballs okay. with a Z. <laughs> that's, sure, that's a whole other story. Yeah, everything's with a Z. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, uh, in my day job, uh, I'm a CPA and a partner with a firm called Friedman Cannonberg and Company. We started it in 1985. It oh, didn't wow. start off that way uh, as a firm dedicated to the music industry. Yeah, but you're it, like the rock and roll. It be, it, it evolved that's, to that, at not, least in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, cool. You know, Connecticut's such a small state. You can be something in Connecticut, yeah. like, like the best drummer right, in Connecticut. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're we're the best music uh, CPA firm. In Connecticut. That's cool. Hey, so, that's all right. Something like that. Nothing so, wrong with that. So, um, yeah. You, so I've you been, didn't set out to be the accountant to just be No. Just, n- no. It, it would, well, what, okay. So, all right. So where it all started, like it started for every guy my age was the date, February 9th, 1964. That's, I, I wasn't w- born, but that's what they say. I, I was eight years old. We used yeah. to hang out at my grandmother's house every Sunday for, for uh, dinner. And uh, we used to always watch the Ed Sullivan show, Topo Gigio, the you know the talking mouse. Sure. And um, but on that particular night, I didn't even know that 
these guys were going to be on. But all of a sudden, Ed Sullivan came on, a bunch of girls started screaming, and, and he said, tonight, you know, we're going to have the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we all watched that, and it was it was life-altering. Yeah, you know, yeah. And we all said, hey, that's like what we, that's what I want to do. And it took a few years. Who um, did you identify most with? You know, probably George. Okay. Because, you know, or, or John. Paul was the bass player. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I know there's yeah. something cool about, you know, playing guitar. So, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, so if, if, you know, the funny thing was we loved all four of them. We really, you know, I don't know that we, yeah. anybody, the girls always had a favorite and it was usually Paul because he was arguably the most handsome of the four. But, um, but musically, I, I probably George or John. Um, and so it took a few years. I mean, I started playing. My parents got me like a guitar that, you know, where the strings were like, you know, three inches off sure. the neck or some <laughs> cheap piece of crap. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I had a friend of mine. His name was Dean Chalakis, who uh, I grew up in Albany, New York, and he was playing guitar. was my age. And he, okay. this guy was just a killer guitar player at the age of 12. And he had a Gibson 330. And yeah, uh, yeah, I used yeah. to go over his house and he'd show me stuff. And I just sort of picked it. That's when things really took off. And so yeah, then I yeah. started playing in bands and... Um, and then, you know, while I had thought about a career, I'm almost at the done, uh, done with the, the overview of the story oh, here. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah so, talk slower. Yeah, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I got a lot of stuff in between, but oh, good. this right. is just the overview. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I, was, I was thinking about becoming a musician uh, professionally, but it wasn't what my parents had in mind. So my father was an accountant, and I actually took an, a, a bookkeeping class in high school, and I liked it. And so long story short, I, I decided to pursue uh, a career in accounting, but always music was always a vibrant part of my sure. life. I played in bands sure. throughout high school, college, sure. and then afterwards as well. And so when the firm started uh, in 85, within a few years, it just, it was sort of a natural migration towards yeah. having a lot of clients um, or pursuing a lot of clients in the music industry. And that's cool. Had a couple lucky breaks. I can talk about that later, but yeah, um, yeah. of people that I met and all of a sudden, before too long, we were starting to amass a lot of uh, wow. a lot of musicians as clients, and that, they were always they were the byproduct of our firm, because the predominance of our firm was really music stores, believe it or not, music retailers. Okay, we started. I started speaking at NAM in the early nineteen nineties. Oh, right. That's what Dave was saying right, and then uh, you, but you'd meet a lot of musicians at sure. the show, and that's sure. how we got the musicians and then recording studios and Pro Tools engineers and stuff like that. So it it all just sort of grew yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. that, but. Well, that's kind of cool, though. That's a, a, a niche, is that what they yes, call it? Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you're, the, you're that guy. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, the reason why we did that, there was actually a purposeful reason, aside from it being fun, mm -hmm. um, to, I mean, if you're going to do, do accounting and tax returns, you might as well do it in an industry that you like. But sure. we, uh, we decided to pursue it. There was a really bad economic downturn in, like, 89, 90, sure. 91. And, yep. So when we emerged out of that, we said, you know, we got to find an industry to service that is somewhat recession-proof, or or certainly one that we didn't have a lot of competition from other CPA firms, and so that so it, the, the music industry in. made sense. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. how we did it. So, uh, your partners in the firm, musicians also. Funny you should ask. So my my primary partner, Don Cannenberg, um, okay. firm name is Friedman Cannenberg, has nothing to do with music. And so he he sort of handles the everything other than music clients. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but most of the people in our firm 
are have either been around music or, or are musicians themselves. Yeah, um, yeah, because I know a few. Yeah, right? Evan who works yep. for us, he's a great yep. drummer. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. D- Daniel who is like our he's our he's really our managing director okay. uh, um, of all the staff and work. He's a, he's a trombone player, so he's a real musician. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his wife's a piano player. So, mm-hmm. so there's yeah, we have musicians. Jen in, Lowe in, still she's still on. The so scene. Jen Jen still does our social media and marketing, oh, okay. and yeah. she's you know she does it remotely from Florida and okay. Yeah. Another musician. Yep. So, yeah, um, we'll get her yeah, when I get yeah. my a remote thing together. Jen would she's be awesome. Too. Yeah. You can't shut her up. That's oh, good. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's fine. No, she's got that's tons weird. of stories. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. So that's kind of the overview on the yeah. firm. But a lot of, you know, with it, a lot of stories come, you know, um, along the way over, you yeah. know, you do this long enough. You, there's always some crazy fun stories. So you so. started playing gigs Albany, you said. Albany, New York. Yeah. Metropolis of music. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> the Tri-City area. I think Albany, I've been there. Albany, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, yeah, you're in Portland. Connecticut yeah, yeah it's kind of the same. Yeah. Kind of the same. <laughs> <laughs> like when I talk to people from New York City, I, they say, where are you from? From Albany. I go, you know, it's the capital, you know. I was like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, is really? it? Yeah, it is, oh. actually. See, no, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, everybody really? thinks, well, yeah. it's got to be New York City. Yeah. But no, it's actually Albany. Wow, Albany. <laughs> what was the music scene? Did you start? Yeah. You're... Playing. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a scene. There was a scene in Albany. Um, uh, I played my. Let's see. The first band I was in, uh, my friend Dean, who I talked about a minute ago, um, was in a rock band. The age of fourteen, he left to go join a Greek wedding band, and that's how good he was at the age of fourteen. He was playing yeah, right, the bazooki right, yeah, and yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. The guy was, was awesome. just tremendous. Cool. And so he recommended to his bandmates that they um, have me join the band. So. I did, and uh, I think I'm trying to remember the, the band name. I think it was called like Riders on the Storm or something. We, we it was like we were doing a couple, and I wasn't even a big Doors fan, yeah, but, yeah, but but that was the name of the, the band. We was. were doing, it was funny if you looked at our our list. It was all Cream Mountain, Blind Faith, yeah, yeah, and yeah. some Deep Purple. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that was the whole thing. A lot of Mountain, a lot of Cream, yeah, a lot yeah. of Clapton, Leslie West. You're the lead stuff. guitarist. You're the lead guy. Yeah, it was oh, a guitar cool. player, bass player, keyboard player, and uh, drummer. Wow. So, yeah. So it was wow. very cool. So yeah. I was, I got to. As a matter of fact, my first gig. <laughs> this is actually really funny. So I was the Jewish kid in the band, and the first gig was at a church on a Sunday morning. Oh boy! And we played my very first public gig. And we played In the Presence of the Lord by Blind Faith. Oh, boy. And, <laughs> and there's a riff in it, in the middle of it, that um, it's sort of an odd-timed riff. And it took me forever to, to get this, yeah, this yeah. thing. But that was my first gig. It was in a church. Wow. So it was really cool. That's heavy. I thought you were going to say it was in a church and you played Black Sabbath. Yeah, well, well, that would be that, something. That, that, that would, would be, be interesting. Yeah, that, that was the second set, that I think. That would be complicated. Right? Yeah, that's complicated. <laughs> So yeah, there was a there was a music scene in Albany, and and uh, and then I was in that band for two years. A couple of guys in the band were older than me, so they were off to college. So then I wound up at the age of sixteen in a what I consider our high school band uh, rock band. It was called Highway Star. Yeah, we did all, a ton of Deep Purple sure. and uh, sure. Sly and the Family Stone, Humble Pie. And yeah. It just just all that it was stuff. all great music, and we had a girl drummer. Oh. Her name was Sherry Kramer, and her yeah, brother cool. was a guitar player. And, uh, rhythm guitar player so i played lead played rhythm she played drums it was a keyboard player bass player and a singer six of us and we were doing all great music and then two years later i was off to college yep. i was in a nice. band there and then got out of college where did, where did you go university of hartford and that's how i wound oh, up okay. here okay. so uh, i met my she wasn't my wife then but she's my sure. wife now she's from philly and 
we met. Um, that's how we wound up here. And uh, wow. much to her chagrin, I was. We got married young. I was twenty three. She was twenty one. So she literally you still married. Forty two years. That's awesome. Can that's, you believe that? That's cool. That's yeah, really she hasn't cool. she hasn't killed me yet. So, <laughs> <tell that>. but <laughs> she thinks great. about it every day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we um, when I. Right when I got out of college, you know, we had gotten married, but I was playing in a band. I was playing all these dive bars. I was sure. playing in a band called Storm. It, the moniker was up here. Up Hartford. here, yeah. the band was called Storm All Weather Rock. And we <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> You're probably too young. I don't even know if you remember. There used to be a place in downtown called Mad Murphy's. Oh yeah, and so we used I to play Mad Murphy's. Yeah, we yeah. played there like every most weekends, and uh, we had a girl singer. Wow. Her name was Teresa, who wound up. Actually, she wound up going to Nashville, and she's been doing. She's wow. a great singer songwriter, big Linda Ronstadt freak. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. So that was our that was my post college yeah. band, and then I started recording, and then yeah. got busy with work. But recording then became my outlet more so than anything. But well, that's cool. Still play, and then and then still play live with uh, our now band of seventeen years. It's an all CPA rock band called the Accounting Crows. Oh, so that's right. right. <laughs> that's right yeah counting crows that's Account, cool. counting crows so, yeah so uh still going strong how when, many people in that band there's uh five of us now so uh all all cpas so yeah it started off we were all cpas a couple guys wound up leaving one had some medical issues and retired um and then one of the guys used to be in the band left but now came back his name is john del grego he's our lead singer okay. rhythm guitar player and he's a cpa mark zampino's our keyboard player who um, is the former uh, public affairs director of the Connecticut Society of CPAs. Right. And then our, uh, uh. our ringer is our bass player, Jay Wigan. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know he was <laughs> yeah, an accountant. Yeah, he's not exactly an accountant, that's but, funny. you know, we can, he's a client of an accounting firm, so we figure yeah, that's good yeah. enough. So. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Jay Wigan. <laughs> yeah, so Jay's, Jay's a great wow. bass player and a great singer. Oh, too. yeah. No, Jay's, I love Jay. Yeah, no, Jay's awesome. Jay, yeah, I, Jay... Makes everything better. He does. He just is that kind of guy. He makes everything better. You must. So now I, let me ask you a question. Out of, I, I, this, I don't want to put you on the spot. You've played with a lot of bass players, and there's always the synergy between drummer and bass player. I'm who's who's some of your favorite local well, bass player guys? I have that. You just the groove just happens every time you play. There's. I always say I'm extremely very spoiled because I have. There's three that come immediately to mind. Yeah. And they're all great and they're all different. Uh, Jay Wigan. Yep. Eddie Corvo. Yeah. Dave Lavolsi. Yeah. That's it. Great. Like great. I'm all set. Yeah. You know they're, I mean? they're, they're all great. Nothing. I play with Eddie a bunch of times. Yeah. Eddie, so, yeah. yeah. With Jen, you know, Jen, when she was doing her thing, oh, that's, yeah. how, that's how you and I yeah. got to play yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I will always remember you for? Uh -oh. <laughs> I don't even remember this. I might not. So, you the first time we played wasn't for, when I killed that guy that time. Yes, yeah, so it, it was right afterwards. The, the, the police were looking for you, but they couldn't <laughs> find you. And so, and I didn't want to rat you out because you gave me the best tip ever. You ex actually explained to me the opening of Rock and Roll by Led oh, Zeppelin, sure. yeah, and that it's been. it's it's counted on an, yeah, on an offbeat, three, yeah, 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 which is very cool. <laughs> oh man, I know that was that was a hard a hard a hard one. Uh, Bonham piece of knowledge. Yeah, you can't can't mess with that yeah but those are my bass players i mean you, yeah I, I can't it's like one i don't know if you've ever been in a scenario like this but like it's not that i have to decide right because they're all great but every time i play with one of them i go this is my guy yeah until i play with the next one yeah and i go no that 
it's gr- I have it made. Like yeah. if I know that either of those three are on the gig, it's just like, right. Whatever. And you know, and I mean, there's others too. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, for sure there are. I met um, Joe O'Brien through Joe's great, and he's great. And yeah. I never knew him, you know, before then. And I'm like, man, this guy's awesome too. So. We, we 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 you know, I feel really bad. Joe was supposed to be the bass player of the Counting Crows. Oh no! And he came to practice, and he was great, and we loved him. Yeah. But then our, we had a couple gigs coming up. He had a conflict. And so we needed to get another bass player. So I wound up asking Jay, and Jay, you know, spent all the time learning this stuff, and actually played out with us. So I, I told Joe I would make it up to him. You know, cause Jay wound up just it just made sense because Jay learned all the material yeah, and stuff. Sure. So, but we're uh, Joe and I are supposed to do some recording together. That's cool. He's a great bass player. Oh yeah, it's like you, you know, said. There's, there's I some, didn't there's even some... know him, and I'm just like, yeah. well, who's this dude now? Yeah. You know, there's that too. And um, but yeah, but Jay Wigan, like you say, the thing about him too is like he's a great singer. Yeah. So he can cover. He just makes everything better. He's amazing. Yeah. When you get Jay on the scene, he's such a meat thing. and potato bass player. Like he's a four string guy. I, I grew up in Albany, New York, with sure. um, my favorite bass player uh, was a guy by the name of Tony Jones. I'm still friend friendly okay. friend. We're best of friends. Sure. Um, and he uh, he's on been on all my records and cool. um, and so he's a total four string yeah, yeah. p bass jazz bass yeah, yeah, guy yeah, that sure. that's him and yeah. you know it's like and i i always say like you should get like a five string he goes i don't need a thumb rest you know yeah, like right, that right. kind of thing yeah. so and 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 it's funny because when i started playing with jay jay reminds me so much of tony that um uh, because he's he's just that four string bass playing guy that yeah, yeah. and he probably plays he's got the five hip shot he's got yeah the, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's it yeah, not but he's such a great play he's just He's he just, great. he locks in. He's just great. Yeah, no, Jay's, well, like I say, the yeah. three, the, the holy trinity for me. The other two guys I've played with around here have been awesome. I did a lot of recording with, with Dave Stoltz earlier, oh, yeah. and yeah, Dave's, yeah. Dave's great. I just, ne- I never, I never play with Dave enough for yeah. him to make my list, the short list, but that's just because I, it's yeah exactly and you know know he's great i just i don't tremendous a whole lot and but they're all different like dave's more of like a jazz player like you you know like if i had a a funk tune or something like that dave wouldn't be the guy i would call but if i had like a sensitive ballad or a jazz or something like that dave's like perfect for that stuff and then and then the other guy like the Jimi hendrix of the bass doug wimbish is like you know i don't know doug oh doug i don't i don't know him you think he would be on the show? You think I can get him up here? Like, I, you want me to call him now? Yeah. He'll be here in a half hour. Oh, that's awesome. Doug's, oh, Doug boy. is like... Um, I don't know him, so that would be cool. It's Doug's crazy. He is truly like the Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, yeah. You know, for most... Yeah. I'm sure anybody who doesn't... I mean, I'm familiar with his work. I yeah, don't know Doug, him. for the people listening, is a bass player for Living Color. Yeah, He's yeah, played with yeah. the Stones, Jeff yeah. Beck, yeah. Uh, Carly Simon. Sure. Uh, just like a ton of people. And he's just... Yeah. But he's... He's so innovative, and he's just, he just he's just he's fun. He's an entertainer. He's yeah, just fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah. But all those guys are they're all great, but they're all different, which is wonderful. Yeah, so that's what you, you want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it depends on the tune that's and stuff. So yeah. Um. All right. So. All right, I get to ask you another question. Yeah, name your. Oh uh, boy. That's fine. Name your five. Oh boy. I was gonna say three, but you know, name your five favorite, most influential drummers growing up okay or or even a current who, okay. who are your who are your five okay. guys okay you ready yeah i could and then i'll give you mine oh yeah exactly <laughs> drummers exactly, exactly. Okay. yeah yeah right okay um my top three always yeah. ringo yep bunny carlos wow tom ortolino those are my nrbq 
Okay. Bunny from Cheap Trick. Yeah, sure. Um, someday, we're, I'm going to have drums here, and I can explain this to everybody once and for all, what Bunny does that no one does that everyone should do. Wow. And then Tom Artolino, yeah. like growing up around here Great with NRBQ, is one of my favorite drummers of all time. So when people ask me, those are the three. Bunny's a funny one because I, you know, it's like I hear that from a lot of other He's drummers. So great. And I, and you, you know, if I could show you, you, you'd okay. Know. Yeah, Cause you know, day. listening to their music, I don't think of it as complex music. And I just, it's just kind of fun. He has a, th a thing. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have to okay. straighten out. But trust me, cause I, when I was young, I thought when I grow up, this is the way you're supposed to play. Everyone, all grownups must play like this. Yeah. He's the only one. Wow. Um, name two more Jim Keltner. Yeah. Um, Wow. Man, if I had to go further than that, man, I don't know. I mean, I'm tempted to say Levon, but yeah, um, wow. but I mean, Keltner's huge for me. Ridiculous. Um, I mean, and then it just yeah, I know. It, there's it, so it, many. There's so there's so many that I that I love. We have a lot. And we, well, we have a lot. Okay, so here's my five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drummers. Uh, yeah, I, and right, I have right. to think about it. <laughs> like number four and five, like you, but my top three sure. are um, Ringo, sure, Bonham, sure. Picaro. Oh, I'm a huge yeah. Jeff. I'm a huge Jeff yeah. fan, um, and it's I hard to pick which of the. Th yeah, I probably would say Ringo because he started it all, um, but Bonham and Picaro, sure. great. Uh, yeah. The four and five guys mm -hmm. um, could be. Uh, it could be. I love Bernard Purdy. Sure, I was just, just thinking um, that too. I love. Um, now I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, I mean I this. Say, guy, you know, yeah. Will Calhoun is another. Sure. Uh, Yep. Um, Simon Phillips. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I could keep going. There's yeah, like, I, know, I know. But, I, you know, growing so up, you know, like it's funny, growing up, um, guys that we listened to that we loved, and then you listen to them with adult ears, and you now you know why you loved them. And you, yeah. Well, Ian the, Pace from Deep Purple, another yeah, one of these no, great he's underrated. drummers. Yeah, just, very just, underrated. Yeah, yeah the, thing, the thing about Bonham that I can never figure out, and I love John Bonham. Yeah. I could have said that easily, too. But it's like you hear how mature his playing is, and I realize I'm twice as old, you know, or whatever yeah. as he was when he did. And I'm like, when do I get to sound that grown up? And you're like, never, <laughs> you, you know, and you just go, oh, he was 21. You come pretty that. close. I've heard well, you play. I've heard you play some Zeppelin. So but I mean, but, you know what I mean? Like yeah. John Bonham's one of those people. He just sounds like Moses. You're never gonna yeah. catch up. Yeah. No matter how old you get, he will always sound older yeah. and better. Just because, it's crazy. You know, it's, it's Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, I I love groove guys. Just yeah, guys yeah, I do play, too. You know, just I love Steve Jordan. I yeah, love, oh, Steve you know. Gad. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, these, there's some of them that I forget that people who don't know drummers that it goes without saying. Right, right. Like I say, Picaro would have been somebody uh, off. I just it's yeah. so great. I, I don't even think of it. You know, yeah. I'm trying to like I'm a big Garibaldi fan. But oh, you know who sure. else I love? And I, I saw. When he was out for hip replacement surgery, and I saw Tower of Power, I saw Herman Matthews. I love Herman Matthews. Herman Matthews I was love Herman killing Matthews. it. Yeah, just he, a great drummer. I remember just, he did a drum clinic back then. He was Tower of Power's drummer. He did a clinic in Manchester, and I loved what he did yeah. because he he didn't play Garibaldi's parts. He kind of did his own thing. Yeah, I dug it though. I I, mean, I love Garibaldi. Yeah, but I was kind of like you know that takes a lot of nerve kind of do your own thing on squib cakes right but his thing was like we say not better different yeah but equally great and i was like i like i love this guy that's crazy yeah, Herman Matthews. for you know for recording like there's this one guy that i've recorded with I, and oh i did a whole band project with this guy 
Um, Mickey Curry. Mickey Curry. Mickey Curry's He's awesome. On the get him oh my God! Yeah, another one. I'd love to just mind. be standing outside that door when you do Mickey. I'm a huge. I, I'm a, well, I'm a well, huge Brian I, Adams fan. I don't know him. At, I don't know. Mickey. He's right here. He's I, from I know, Connecticut. I know a lot He's of just, people that know him. Yeah. Will try and get him up Mickey here. Mickey Curry's killer. He's, there's something. Cuts like a knife is one of the best. Oh drum my tracks God! Ever that's a great. I love that song. I love that song. Anyway, we play that in the band. So one of the guys I've recorded with, and he's like, he's like a drum machine with a groove. Is uh, Jonathan Mover? I don't know if you know oh, Jonathan. I know the name. He's played with he played with Aretha. He played with oh, wow. Alice Cooper. Oh wow! But okay. he played with Vi Satriani. Okay. All those GTRs. Okay. So he's he's an, he's now in L.A. He used to yeah, be in New York. Know. Another great great drummer. Just yeah. and, and so I've a lot, he plays on he's playing on a lot of the records I've done. It's just mm. he's just he's a one take wonder. This cool. guy's just. Cool. Amazing. I mean, polyrhythms, yep. just like nutty stuff. Just yeah. Oh man, now you got. Me. If I wasn't a guitar player, you can tell I, I want to be a drummer. Both <laughs> my sons are drummers, and I, I'm oh, wow. envious of cool. both of them. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I have so many. Mm. I right, name three, three of your favorite guitar players. Guitar players, just three. <laughs> <sighs> guitar players. Uh, Jeff Beck comes yep. to mind. Yep, he's number two on my list. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. I don't know why. I don't know much about guitar. Yeah. But. I love Jeff Beck. Uh, I love Jimmy Page. Yeah, you know Jimmy's on my list. Um, man, I gotta think of three. I mean, I honestly, I, I hate to say this, but I mean, I would say Big Al. You know, I He's love the great. way he plays. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, I got lucky. Uh, I'm a little bit too young to have grown up with NRBQ firsthand, but my sister was in college when they were a big deal. So they're like a food group to me. Yeah, like that's I grew crazy. up with hearing that, that yeah. playing and. When I think back to Al, there's so many of his solos, guitar solos on Yankee Stadium and Kick Me Hard or something that I know note for note yeah. that are like, they're not just guitar solos, they're like almost compositions. Wow. So to me, that's the standard because I grew up with it. I didn't know any better. You know, it's funny. Like I've, I've heard their stuff. But I love his playing. And I love everything they've done, but yeah. I don't know their music. I, yeah. I, it's I, one of those bands I got to go back I really just got just lucky that into, I, I grew up yeah. with it, so I was lucky. I'm not I don't know intimately I'm... familiar. Jim Chapdelaine, I know, is yeah. and he's and Jim. I've never played with Jim, although he's mastered all my records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know he's a great player. But, but Jim was, was there. Yeah, he was there, and the he's play, he plays with Al. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays with Al. So I, um, I assume Jim's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess those guitar players, you know, yeah. Um, uh, for me, it's like Jeff Beck is number two. Mm. Uh, growing up was Cla you know Clapton, Leslie okay. West, Richie Blackmore, those guys, yeah, uh, yeah. Tommy Bolin. But my number one guitar player, there's number one, and then there's everybody else. My number one is Steve Lukather. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I just uh, and I was lucky enough to befriend him yeah. in the late '80s, and sure. and so it's that guy's an alien. I mean, I could spend hours just talking yeah, yeah. about him. I, I, I sure. know his catalog, and Russ I Kunkel. Russ, I see now. Yeah, Russ. <laughs> Russ is a great drummer. Yeah, yeah. That whole yeah, band, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Waddy and, and Lee. Sure. Know. We have yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. We haven't gone through our top bass players yet, other than local. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do but Steve Lukather, that's your guy. That's, I, the, the guy's, he's, he, he, he What's is your the favorite stuff? Like he, what? I only know him from Toto. Okay. So, like, he's, okay. So, every, Toto is, Obviously, the band that most people are familiar sure. with when you talk about Steve Lukather, unless you're a musician, then you know he he was basically the number one L.A. Right. session guy. Right, right. I can name a dozen solos, mm -hmm. famous guitar solos that people didn't mean. Running with the Night by Lionel Richie, mm -hmm. Steve Lukather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's get physical. Yeah, Steve yeah, Lukather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Henley, Dirty Laundry. The first solo is Walt, Joe Walsh. Second one is Steve Lukather. Far out. 
um, uh, there, there's a, a share, uh, if I could turn back time, there's a yeah, whole yeah, bunch yeah, of yeah, these, yeah. you know, so he was, he yeah. was doing all that, yeah. all that great stuff, That's but cool. he's got some side projects too, um, that he's done over the years. He was in a band with Simon Phillips, okay. uh, David Garfield called, uh, Los Lobotomies. Okay. And, um, it was half originals, some covers like Hendrix, Ma yep. Vishnu, that kind of yep. stuff. And, and then I saw... As a matter of fact, I saw this one show r- right before COVID. Uh, it was in uh, December of 2019 at the Iridium okay. in New York. And after this show, I'll tell you who I saw. I said, if I died now, it would be cool. Not that I wanted to die, but yeah, I, yeah. I would have seen my musical Nirvana. I yeah, saw yeah. the show that I said, I'm seeing the best players at the top of their game all in one band. And wow. it was Lukather, it was Bill Evans on sax, it was Keith Carlock on drums. It was Will Lee on Ooh. bass and Steve Weingart on keyboards. Wow, and it was, it was, re- I mean, it was the yeah, mastery heavy. of yeah, the, their instruments was, crazy. it was just ridiculous. Yeah, Keith Carlock. Oh, Keith was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Just. I, I knew, I never, I might've met him a couple times. I was in a band with someone, he was their roommate. So oh, no know, kidding. Hey, man. You know, it was just like, <laughs> rip, just that kind of relationship. Yeah, like, yeah. I would go and visit. Oh, hey, yeah. oh, my roommate's a drummer. Oh, hey, man. And then, you know, a few years later, you're like, oh, it's Keith, that's Keith Carlock. Yeah. That's yeah. the guy. Yeah. yeah. I remember great. seeing a YouTube video. It just, just goes to show, like, how you don't realize how great some of these guys are. Like, you know how great guys like the ones that we've mentioned sure. are. But I saw this one video. I think it was at PASIC. And it was four guys. It was Simon Phillips, mm-hmm. Steve Smith, Will Calhoun, and Todd Suckerman. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah, you yeah, and yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. watching these four guys, and yeah, they're as different as they were. They're all like masters mm. of the drum, mm. and it's just like you know, like like Todd and Will were probably more impressive to me because I didn't know they were that good. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, yeah, they yeah, were, yeah. I mean, yeah. I knew Will was sure, but Todd was crazy. Yeah, good. yeah, he's, just, yeah, he's nuts. So, yeah. yeah, that's kind of wild. Refresh I want to be a drummer. You know. That. Yeah. Right. Well. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, and then we'll talk, we'll talk about your drumming. Okay. But yeah, I got nervous. Like or you lack say, thereof. My, well, my <laughs> first thought is when you describe that lineup, I go, please, God, don't let the building get hit by lightning. I remember there was one gig. I forget where I was at. The, I remember it was at the Tiger. I don't remember why. But Dave Lavolsi, yeah, Jay Wigan, and Eddie were all three together, and I just said, don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't. You, someone go home because if, if the building gets hit, that's right. There'd be I'll, no music in there'll Connecticut. There'll be no music. I'll be done. There's no bass players. I was like, you guys shouldn't hang out together. This yeah, right. It's making me nervous. That's making funny. Me nervous. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So That's drumming. Cool. Talk about your drumming. Yeah, it's I like, didn't know. I had yeah, no well, idea. both my sons are drummers. And, you know, I, I always say this because... Guitar players are assholes. <laughs> you know, like, we're all, we're all insecure. Oh, know. You know, we're all insecure guys that, you know, like... I, I make this joke that, like, you know, when you meet another guitar player, if that guitar player is really a novice you love the guy because he's of no threat to you (laughs) and if you meet a guy who's just light years ahead of you you love the guy because you couldn't begin to compare yourself to that person anyways but when then you meet a guy who's sort of on the same par as you you cut him yeah exactly that guy's a piece (laughs) of shit (laughs) drummers on the other hand you don't are are exactly the opposite you guys love one another you rejoice in your in your in your educa- so. your drumming education, it's just you guys are, and I see that with my kids, both oh, my wow. sons. They're okay. really so they're, guitar players are just they're just 
dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah that's right. funny. Well, it must be that thing. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you guys it's are an like insecurity. It's well, you're the alphas too. I mean, I you, it, you know what I mean? We're drummers. We're used to... Yeah, we're kind of in the background. So the only like, people oh. that are worse than drummers are lead singers. So, right? yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but not much more. As yeah, worse, right? yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. so how did your drumming? So, start? well, you know, like I, I tried teaching myself how to play drums a few years ago. Um, oh, so this is not. Free. Oh no, no, I really I don't play. I don't play. Okay. But it did help rhythmically. Help my guitar playing rhythmically. I but I uh, my my. My world really got way better when both my sons started playing and got really good at it. Oh, my cool. youngest son, Todd, um, uh, Jeremy's older and he's married now. He's yeah. 37. And so he, he plays, but not all that often. He's got a kid in the basement, but mm-hmm. uh, but he's got little kids around. Todd's single and plays out in the band. And, and he's like an old soul. He's listening to all the guys that we listened yeah, to yeah, growing yeah. up and, and guys like Clyde Stubblefield yeah, from sure. you know, James Brown. And, and he's listening to... Um, you know, guys like yeah, you know, he listens to Weckl and, sure, and uh, sure. Gavin Harrison. So he's yeah, listening to a lot sure. of progressive yep. players too. And uh, but he's also he's a student of Bernard Purdy. Yeah. And he's a uh, a student of you know of of Ringo yep. and you know M- M- Mitch Mitchell or you sure, know you know sure, all sure. the guys that you know we we yeah. grew up listening to. Yeah. So crazy, yeah, yeah, it's cool too. And yeah. he'll like he'll come over and he'll show me stuff like that. He. And he's and he's really you know if there's one genre of music that he really excels at and he's a good rock drummer he was a good funk player mm. too. really great he loves cool. he loves funk groove yeah. you know, sort of R and B kind of yeah. stuff so pretty, that's pretty yeah it's cool, cool. Yeah. so my drumming is I I, I I just joke about that okay all right, right. All right. I'm hoping it, I didn't know I I'm didn't. gonna I, you know it's gonna wear off by <laughs> or wear on I should say by osmosis but yeah right right okay. well I don't need to learn drums we got you so yeah I guess yeah sure. <laughs> Sure. So talk about, um, there was this, there was the soiree you had, uh, yeah. What was that? So, okay. So I, I had done since like the early 2000s, I had done five albums and finally I finished my fifth one about two years ago and, um, and I got a lot of clients on it. So there's a lot of famous guys on it. Um, Why not? Like Will and Jonathan Mover and sure. uh, Greg Phil and Gaines. Do you ever extort them? Yes, you ever tell them that's how they get them to play. Yeah. I, t- I basically tell them if you don't want to get audited, you need to play on my record for free. So and somehow they do. And so, um, so I've gotten a lot of you know local and some national guys playing sure. on these records, and I've written all the music. Uh, I write pretty much all the lyrics. Um, the guy who sings most of the stuff, I can't sing. I don't sing right. at all, and I have no sense of melody. But I can write music. I can write lyrics. Um, I have a pretty good understanding of song arrangement and stuff like that. And so, But the guy who's singing a ton of... I've had different singers, but the guy who's done the vast majority is a guy by the name of Robbie LeBlanc, okay. um, who's tremendous. He's a wine rep. For Bogle, oh, wow. Wow. Uh, he used to live in Connecticut, uh, wow. down in Monroe, but now he lives in um, in Delaware. But we're very, very, very close friends, and so he he sang a lot of stuff. So anyway, so we've been talking about doing a CD release party, sure. and I w- I've wanted to do it. So I, about uh, two years ago, I planned on doing it uh, in November of of twenty twenty of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. but COVID hit. Yeah, sure. So that all got canceled, and. Um, uh, but then when vaccination started happening, I figured, sure. well, I, I think it'll be safe. So we replanned it for November of 2021 um, at Telefunken, uh, who's oh, a client right. of ours. Okay. Client, Telefunken sure. Microphone. So we did it at their studio. 
So that's story number one. There's three yeah. stories and they merge. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. Uh, story number two was um, I, I didn't want it like to be just like all about me. Uh, you know, so I wanted to be inclusive and get a lot of different people who played on the records to, to play and then also do it for some worthwhile cause. So we did it as a charity uh, event it was for autism. There's okay. an organization called AANE, which is the Asperger Autism Network. Um, that uh, provides support services for families that are that have um, people on the spectrum, sure. uh, neurodiverse uh, people in their family. So that was so we turned it into a fundraiser. And then story number three was completely aside from that. I wound up getting as a client a couple of years ago um, the band The Immediate Family. Right. And a lot of people don't know the band name, but they, they, yeah, know, they know who the guys are. The, yeah, yeah. That's Lee Sklar, Danny Korchmar, Wadi Wachtel, Russ Kunkel, and Steve Postel. Right. And I've known Steve for like 30 years. Steve was sure. a client of ours. So I get this phone call uh, over uh, two summers ago um, from Steve okay. said, you know, I knew he had gotten in this band, which was really exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, uh, and the reason why they asked him was well, he, he's a great singer, great yeah, yeah. guitar player, and knows Pro Tools. And so he was a, the great addition to that band. Um, so he said, um, all the guys want to use an accounting firm that's independent of the accountants that they all have. Sure. Would you be interested? <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, could I get the word yes out of my mouth yeah, quick yeah, enough? Yeah, yeah. So, like, within a few days, I was on a Zoom call and I'm staring at. Yeah, Lee yeah, yeah, and Wadi and Danny and and, and Russ and, and and so and I had I had met Danny had actually been over the house for breakfast sure. once when he lived in Connecticut I I had sort of known Lee we had met a few times when he was playing in Toto yeah. had never met Russ knew Steve um, and Wadi I had met only once or twice through a client of ours Bernard Fowler who's the vocalist yep. background vocalist for the Stones sure. and so they played together at a place called the Joint in L.A. so anyway okay. so I'm I'm on this call. You know, as soon as they, you know, all I had to do was tell a bunch of dirty jokes, and I was their accountant. <laughs> and, uh, and then I guess they assumed they knew the tax and accounting end of stuff. And so so I immediately befriended these guys. And um, come to find out they were starting their tour um, in November in Norwalk, Connecticut. And right. it was three days later after the planned event, that I, the fundraiser that I was having. Okay. It so I called sense. them up, I called their management, and then I called them. They said, would you guys, if I can get you a gig, because um, they wanted to do a clinic, and they wanted to do it at Berkeley, but they, but at the time they were planning the tour, Berkeley wasn't sure it was going to even be open. It was yeah, COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, if I can get you a clinic and a concert, um, would you guys come to the fundraiser that I'm doing on Saturday night? I mean, it just means coming in a, a couple of days early. Right. And as it and they said yes, and it's it turned out that event actually made the tour because it it just wound up working out perfectly timing wise financially. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we promoted the whole weekend as it was all for the fundraiser, yeah. and so Saturday night was Alan Friedman and friends, and then Sunday was the immediate family, and then my son Todd and I did an hour and a half interview of them. Oh, cool. And then they played for an hour afterwards. So that's how that it whole was like thing a it covered all the bases. Yeah, you know, I, if I figured these look, these guys are in their mid seventies. Yeah, yeah. Who knows how much longer we're all going to be around? And I felt it was important. They they have so many stories from both the studio and the road. I figured, you know, rather than just have them get up and play, 
I, it was to me it was equally as important for people to have the opportunity to ask yep. questions and yep. and they did yeah i hear it you. was great it was a, it was a ton of fun they were really hilarious yeah. and um yeah. and just the stories i mean we you know the, the, we we could have spent you know oh, all sure. day asking them questions oh, I, and stuff so i worked with danny for i, I don't six six seven years or something wow like that, right yeah and uh it's and we really hit it off like we had a grand old time yeah with him and um after I got to know him well enough, you know, cause I'm a complete music nerd and I would know everything. I like, we'd be hanging around and I would finally be just like John Lennon, go <laughs> tell me the stories, you know, cause I, cause I knew who yeah. he played sessions yeah. with and I'd be like, tell me about the John Lennon set. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and he, and I'd just be, I would turn into the world's biggest ear. Yeah. Just like, you know, and then just be like, so you played on Keith Moon's solo record. What was that like? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. I got the inside story on it, a lot of things. Those guys have so many yeah, stories. It's crazy. I, so that weekend on uh, it was Sunday. We all had dinner. They weren't leaving till Tuesday, and I had a couple of business meetings with them Monday. Well, Monday night I'm hanging out at the bar with Danny and Waddy, and then Danny went up to his room, and Waddy and I were there like till like twelve drinking sodas. Yeah, we were sure. really drinking, drinking, and uh, and I heard like the craziest stories from Waddy about how he met Mick and Keith and how yeah, he came right. to play with Keith. Yeah, yeah. You know, stories, you know, him playing with Stevie Nicks and, and in the person that I've always loved, but didn't, of course, didn't appreciate until I was older and really felt like I was, you, you kind of got on the inside of the joke was Warren Zevon. Sure. And Waddy and Warren were yeah, really, yeah. really close. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. and that was a, that took a big chunk out of his soul when Warren passed away. Yeah. Um, but he, but, but Waddy loves talking about Warren, and so yeah, I love asking the questions about. It. So it was, it was, yeah. It's funny. It's like you know, I f I feel like I've lived a charmed life. It's like, but but what's funny is I'm meeting all these guys. These guys are all becoming clients in their later years. Yeah, right. Younger people don't really know. Some of them don't care. You know, and music is different now. And I sound jaded, wow. um, a little bit. Um, you watch the Grammys and you understand why. Yeah, I know. Why you can I, become I, well, I'm, jaded. I'm, I I'm. <laughs> old yeah too yeah you know like i'm i've crossed that thing of yeah starting to not understand wh what's going on you know the grammys I, you know the grammys for us was always an award show for musical accomplishment I know, I know. now it's it's turned into like a theatrics kind of yeah, a, an event and like they which yeah. is fine have your own event but don't make it part of the grammys right just, I, I agree you know, it's not, you know. well i'm glad to see them um because as we know at least roughly our our age what the immediate family what those cats what they did who they are what they contributed what what thread they're the thread that goes through so many things i'm glad they're finally kind of getting their due or at least it's being you know set in stone yeah finally because i when i played with them you know years and years ago um i'm kind of like a uh amateur writer like i like to write i write yeah. for no reason and I was trying to convince him to let me write his biography. Wow. And he was like, ah, well. and I was like, no, but, but why are you on all this stuff? Like yeah. you're an ingredient in all of these. Totally. And it was just, I think, you know, I'm glad that they got their, that they're getting their story told because it needs to be told. Yeah. You know, now you put all of them together and you're like, well, yeah. you know, that it's like the wrecking crew. Next. Yeah. So, so there's I'm, a movie, so you know, there's a movie coming out. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. It's, it's coming out this at the end of this year. They've got it all filmed. So they're just putting it together on, on the immediate family. It'll yeah, be, and, it, and ironically it's done by, uh, uh, Denny 
Denny Tedesco, I think it's Tommy Tedesco's son, yeah, right, uh, right. who did the Wrecking Crew, right. and so he's yeah. doing he's doing the immediate yeah. family. Well, that's so. what I was. I you know it was starting. To, I think it seems like now we're every, we're turning back a little bit and kind of there's a little more value to those stories than yeah. there might have been 10, 10, 12 years ago when I was said this to Dan to Danny. But now I'm glad that like people are taking more interest because it they because they should it's right. Like you go because I always think of like those guys. It's like if you just listen randomly to the radio, you're going to hear them every day. Yeah. Like every day. It's crazy. Something that they had something to do with. Yeah. In that certain patch. Like you said, there's a period. Right. Did you happen to see the, um, it was just on a week ago on CNN, uh, the Carol King, James Taylor. I didn't uh, see it. But yeah. I, I, yeah. So they, they I did a, so. um, a two hour, uh, you know, film documentary yeah, yeah. on the yeah. tour that they did 10 years ago. It was yeah. the Troubadour tour. Yeah. Um, and here I'm watching this thing, and there's Lee, Danny, yeah, yeah. and 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 uh, and Russ, yeah, you know, playing with with James and Carol. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, and I, was it's just, I was playing with Danny then. He we had gigs, and then he, I got to go do this thing. Yeah, like oh, that's the thing you're yeah. doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> funny. Funny. is that crazy? I mean, yeah. that's another that's a desert island record for me. Both those records, Tapestry and Sweet Baby James. Yeah, those yeah, are. You know, I remember yeah. the day I bought them. Yeah, just, yeah. My big sister had Tapestry, so I yeah. remember that from day one, and then. Yeah, James Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I can't get any better than that. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. and it's timeless. Timeless. Yeah, that music is just you know that's great music. Yeah, I agree. They they deserve all the accolades that they got, and and you know, and it's great that you're seeing these guys to get the, the accolades that they deserve. Yeah. They help make some of that music sound the way it does. No it's doubt. Really, no doubt. Really, them. So far out. Um. All right. Have you seen? Have you seen the show? The show that you're on. The John Peckman podcast. So I, the first time I saw it was just a week ago with Al, okay. Al Gamaris, right. who's my, now my go-to guy for any Pro Tools questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Al's, yeah. Al's awesome. Al knows what he's doing. And so he, and I didn't even know you were doing, I've known you for years, and I didn't know Not you were doing this, this, this podcast. Not everybody so, does. It's weird. Yeah, so it's, I'm really, you're the perfect guy for it, too. too so. Who knew? Yeah. Dave knew. I didn't know. I didn't Dave know. knew. Yeah. Um, awesome. <laughs> you know, sometimes greatness is thrust. On yeah, that's us. What's right. What's right. or whatever. Yeah, some men are born into it, and some are I guess, yeah, right. I guess. So, <laughs> so the questions to, to kind of getting close to wrap up. Okay. So we have enough to talk about. Yeah. Um, I assume there's an episode two and three, four, and five on this. Oh movie. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna yeah we're gonna we're gonna figure that out. Yeah. yeah we're gonna okay, have no worries. No worries. Um, are you uh, a consistent practicer of your instrument? Um. Yeah, pretty much. The oh, only cool. time that it wanes is during tax season, which I'm yeah, just starting yeah. now. Yeah. Um, my 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 wife Beth, God bless her. Um, you know, it's, it, she doesn't see much of me during tax season, but COVID kept me home, and it's and it's and still yeah, keeping yeah, yeah. us home. Yeah. So I'm working from home a lot, so she gets to see me more. But unfortunately, now what I've been doing is uh, I taught myself a couple years ago. Uh, literally, just within the last two years, um, I flipped everything over to Pro Tools. And I've like do- totally dove into it, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and so I got the 32 tracks of audio from the fundraiser. So now I'm I'm in there and so basically clean up tracks, and yeah, I'm yeah. I'm gonna mix it, and we're gonna turn it into a DVD too. They filmed the whole thing. Oh, that's so. cool. Yeah. So cool. I've been, <laughs> been I go from you know not being in tax season to being starting tax season, and when I'm not doing tax season, I'm doing now you're Pro making Tools a movie. Yeah, right. you're making a exactly. soundtrack. <laughs> That's it's fun, yeah. yeah. Plugins is my new uh, my new discretionary funding uh, uh, spending. Yeah, right. That's right. 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 <laughs> That's funny. Put it in that column. Yeah, yeah. Over, over there. 
It's I awesome. Hope. Well, that's awesome. cool. So that's what I've been doing yeah. lately. No, that's so. a good thing. But yeah, I, I, I practice often mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and guitar, always writing songs. Yeah, it's all, it's all guitar. Did you always write songs? Uh, no. Okay. I, I, you know, I kind of uh, started doing it when I stopped playing live. Sure. Really, when, when, right after when, you we, said when we had you kids, a studio. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right after we got married, you know, with, I was dragging my wife to all these crazy sleazy sure. bars and stuff, sure. and so I said, and I wasn't studying for the CPA exam, so I flipped it and I studied, passed, and then I, I at that time, the Tascam Porta Studio had just come out. Right. So I said, this is awesome. So that's when I started, you know, writing stuff, and it was silly stuff in the beginning, but then. Um, I got serious about it and then just started writing serious music and um, that's cool and uh, trying to make statements I mean some of the stuff is silly or fun or funny you know, why not but, but there's a lot of a lot some political statements and stuff in some of the music sure. but, um, uh, but right. yeah so I started writing um, yeah, like in the late 80s mid 80s late yeah, 80s yeah, and, yeah. and then seriously recording like late 90s okay. and like right around 2000 is yep. when, and the first record came out in 2002 but it had been like five six years in the making yeah so. yeah so yeah, that's cool yeah um do you record do you record no, on your own not so much you just go to places to record i just right? go to places to record i mean i have my own setup back in the 90s yeah into the New century, and then I, I just kind of not not that interested. I gotta it. get you over the house. There's a full kit, yeah, all mic'd up, do, ready to go. I'm down with whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah definitely. Because if you don't, I'm gonna get you audited. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, no problem. I've been audited actually. <laughs> oh, okay, I have been audited way back in the day. I, uh, now you don't have to worry. I won't 90s. get you audited. No, it's okay. I have no pull with the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, no, I'll I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll do but whatever. I'll beg you. That's, yeah, that's that, fine. That, that I'm good to, at. You don't have to do that. Yeah. So. Um. That yeah, that now I don't I haven't recorded lately. Um What's it, your kit? What's your main kit? My main kit that I play on gigs now is a it's a seventy two uh Ludwig Nice. Yeah, a a, a Ringo reissue. It's wow. a seventy two, but it's black oyster pearl twenty two oh, wow. thirteen sixteen. Oh, gee, that's cool. Um so it's the, a Ringo kit. Yeah. And do you play with four or five pieces? Four. Yeah. It it actually came with five. It came yeah. with another rack, which is not the way. Ringo so one up, it. one down, yep. kick and that's snare. It. That's, that's it. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I kind of dig you, it. You probably can say it all with four drums, I would think. I always have. Yeah. You know, I mean, there were times when I had more, but yeah. I just, I, I'm, I like home bass. Yeah. I don't even like playing fills. They just throws me off. You know, I hear I, that from I, a I'd lot rather, of. I'd cool. rather just yeah. be right here. And then if I have to, I will. Yeah. Just to impress people for a minute so they'll leave me alone <laughs> so I can just get back to I just like I, I just like kinda. John. I'll tell you something. The great drummers, I hear that from the same same thing that no. they they're playing. It's all about the groove and just playing for the song. Those are the great drummers. You're wow. one of them. Well, you are clearly awesome. one of them. Less so. is more. Less is more. Well, I guess yeah. that's the Jeff Beccaro theory. Yeah. Or like Joe Delaney said. I had a friend of mine. He's hilarious. His philosophy. He's like a rock guy. Yeah. And his thing, it like blows your mind. I think about it. He goes, "Less is more, but more of it." <laughs> you know, and you're like, okay, yeah, okay. that's good. Yeah, do the thing, that. do the thing that's less, but yeah. but more, but more often, yeah, more of it, yeah, okay, right, cool. That's very cool. Desert Island albums, okay, a few. All right, I'll give you. I get asked that question. We always sure, ask yeah, that. yeah. The five records are sure. Uh, I named one of them, Carol King Tapestry. Sure, for sure, it's going to be some Beatles record, and surprisingly, I would have. Years ago, I probably would have said Abbey Road, 
Because mm-hmm. you can't say the White Album, that's cheating. It's a double record. Oh, wow. Believe it or not, now I'd probably say the album that I, I didn't love it when it came out because um, it was the acoustic album, but sure. I love I love Rubber Soul. Sure. That's a great yeah. record. So yeah. that or Revolver. Yeah. I mean, any yeah, yeah, Beatle yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let It Bleed by the Stones. Sure. That's two. Carol King is three. This is an oddball one. Uh, Neil Young after the Gold Rush is four, um, and maybe oh, wow, this is hard. Mm. You got it would probably be a Zeppelin. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, I would probably I maybe House of the Holy. Yeah, maybe, I like or, or House four or yeah, four or House of the Holy. Yeah, yeah. I mean it could, could be any one of them. Could sorry. be any of them. Yeah, any Zeppelin. Yeah, any of them. Yeah, I hear you. Deep Purple Machine Head. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Billy yeah. Cobham, Spectrum. I don't know that one. Oh, that's a great record. Huh. That's a great record. Far out. All right, what, what are your five? Oh, man. Uh, White Album. Sorry. Yeah, cheating. yeah you're cheating. Oh, <laughs> or, or or not. You can count oh, it as two. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I wouldn't even. Yeah. Top five. Good Lord. Uh, right off the top of my head, yeah. Uh, White Album, uh, Smiley Smile by the Beach Boys, which is wow. very bizarre. Very wow. weird album. Yep. Um, Kick Me Hard by NRBQ. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. Uh, man. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm writing my musical biography. I have hundreds, like hundreds. Yeah. Um, and that's a hard question. Sly Stone's Greatest Hits. Oh, uh, yeah. Greg Eric. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. That, that's a great record. I could listen to that at, at any time. Sly like and time. Stevie, were the, were, they were the founders of mm-hmm. funk. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. They, that's yeah. where it started. Yeah. And when you listen to Sly, those hot fun in the summertime. and The greatest. Um you know, yeah. uh, everyday people. I'm just, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah, thank you for letting me be, uh, you know, all, all of them. Yeah, dance to yeah. music. It's yeah, higher. Could, yeah. Can I tell you something? When I, when I got the Woodstock record, I wore the grooves off the sly performance. There, there were so many great performances on that record yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 10 years after yeah, Jefferson sure, Airplane. Sure. But the sly thing, oh my God, that was the, the best gra- thing the on greatest. that record. Yeah, the greatest. Yeah, sly. But, yeah. but those, those spring to mind. Cheap Trick's first album, the yeah. debut album. Wow. You are a um, true bunny fan. I I am. You're gonna have to show me. I, w- I will. Okay. I'll show you before we leave okay, this building. Okay. Okay. Um, Pet sounds. Everybody, you know, smiley smile. You know, growing up, it was either you were like, it, I yeah, guess, if you're sure. immature, you were either a Beatle fan or a Beach Boy fan. Sure. To yeah. me, Beach Boys were surf music. Sure. And sure. and but you know, as I got older, I said, oh, I got to check out Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds. That's all I used to hear about was Pet Sounds and. Uh, and and I kind of get it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, I, I they wrote. I mean, their harmonies were sure. crazy good, crazy. Yeah, good. Every, just, yeah. yeah. Um, I had that kid uh, that record in the house from childhood. My mom had it. Wow. So I pet sounds yeah. is the sound of my childhoods. I was lucky. And then later when it became hip, I was like, oh, I'm already. Yeah, you were already, already hip. there, <laughs> without knowing. I mean, I yeah. didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Um, favorite. Uh, if you could eat one food either type or item every day, what would it be? Sushi. Oh, okay. Yeah, love sushi. That's easy. Yeah. That's easy. Never get sick of it. Quick answer. And never get sick from it. Right. Which is crazy. Everybody thinks, ah, oh, it's raw fish. Yeah. It's the one thing I can eat late at night, mm. and I can go to sleep, and I eat kind of on a full stomach, which you sure. really shouldn't do, but right. I won't, won't wake up with acid reflux. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my favorite food is probably Italian, but you can't sure. go to sleep on no. a full stomach yeah. of Italian food. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but sushi, I love sushi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could never get into it. My wife's into it. 
Yeah, really? Oh, you're not a sushi fan, huh? I don't know. I'm not an adventurous eater, yeah. so I'm not the person. Yeah, my wife isn't really that much. Either. She likes California rolls because it's cooked, you know. So yeah, it's yeah, cooked yeah. crab. So. so you're like a <laughs> yeah. poser. No, I'll eat all the weird <laughs> stuff. You know, I'll eat eel and all that crazy <laughs> stuff. Well, that's so. all right. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, you have anything uh, that we didn't touch on that you want to add or wow. talk about? Well, you will definitely have to come back. Oh, I'd love to. I, um, you know, I got tons of stories. I'm I'll, sure you we'll do. just keep going. Well, you know what? That's a thought. I don't know if we're if we could do this today, maybe. But my idea was we break and then we set up for the the after hours where you could just. It doesn't have to be a certain amount of time, but you just we get informal. Yeah. If you okay. Want, cool. If you, if you want. I would love that. That's cool. All right. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll plan to do that. I would yeah, love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we I We should think. get like, you know, you know, it would be cool to get like two or three guys mm-hmm. like that. We're mm-hmm. all buds to get like yeah. Al or Evan or, yeah. like said, or Joe yeah, or Dennis. Get, get wasted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. We're going to get into the. <laughs> and just talk. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. We're going to have a. Uh, I got to tell you something. You are the Dennis Fancher of drums. And really? I, I said, that's my final comment. I don't know what it is wow. about that guy. Oh, I know what it is about yeah, that guy. He's, uh, he's a great player. He's um, he is he's my favorite. He's my favorite Connecticut guitar yeah, there's player. There's like nothing he's, he can't he's, do. That guy is, yeah. and he's funny as shit. Yeah, yeah. And if you ever get in a, any kind of like fun private conversation with him, you, he will be laughing for forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's really cool about him, aside from being the greatest guitar player, he's one of the sweetest guys ever, and I love that guy. And, yeah, yeah. And um, cool dude. Yeah, it's great slide guitar player. Just mm-hmm. amazing. Whole other thing. Yeah. Love Far Dennis. Out. You got to get Dennis. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I will. I will. I was his first guitar teacher. Oh no! Oh kidding. really? Dave no Kosminski, our leader, was Dennis Fancher's. Wow. Uh, first. And guitar he's such teacher. a nice guy. Just, yeah. But the guy can play anything. Oh, yeah, he can play anything. He's a chameleon. He's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know Ron Lawrence? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. It must be in more my area. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, uh, sad. Very sad. Great the, guitar player from. New Haven-ish area. Like if you were, I grew up in Wallingford. Yeah. Adjacent to New Haven. And right. He, he was like the cat. He was like the Jeff Pivar of, you know. Yeah. Dennis. Jeff's a great guitar yeah, player yeah. too. Of that New Haven area. And he tragically died a couple weeks ago. Oh, so wow. it's just kind of like. How old is he? Shadow. 61. Wow. That's young. Too, too young. But yeah. I've just, you know, think of yeah. great players around here. He's one of the dudes. Right. And we're all kind of, those of us in that orbit are still kind of in shock. They had a service form yesterday at Toads. Oh no! That kidding. was live live streamed. And yeah. Kind of like whoa. John, you know what? I mean, every day is a blessing. And, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're still breathing. I mean, it's, yep. It's you're off. You're off to a good start. I know. Honestly. I know. By the way, Jeff Peavar, another great guitar player. Yeah. So I don't have to say he's the best guitar player in Connecticut. Cause he doesn't live in Connecticut right. anymore, so right. he's excused now. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. no so sure. no, he's sure. great. Great player. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Okay. Um, you get a mug just for being here. I love that. You know? Yes. This is very cool. Why this not? will become my favorite mug. It doesn't, you don't have to say anything. No, like no, that. no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is awesome. It's fun. Um, yeah, I can use Dave. this for urine samples, which will be, which yeah. to see your, yeah, to see your name and face as I'm putting in the urine well, sample. That's a new would COVID be. treatment is drink your own urine. I've heard. I've, I've been, that's what I've yeah, heard. Yes. Yeah. I heard Donald Trump say that. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly, fact. exactly. But, that, but we haven't talked about politics. No, stop. Okay, so I would love to, but I, I'm yeah, no, to. you want to, you want to keep the fan base. That I, you just, have. I don't, I don't even know. I just, I, it, it's one of those things that like we could talk 
about that longer than music. Oh, so yeah. We don't have enough time. Yeah. We need Evan here for that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we do. Yeah, right. we'll, yeah, maybe we'll have the we'll have the uh we'll have the round table. We'll I'd Evan. love that. Yeah, that'd yeah, be that's fun. Good. That's that'd good. be fun. All right. So, but we'll, let's, you rock. We'll, Thank you so much oh, no. for having me. Thank both you. both you guys. This is really Alan awesome. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, love we it. have a good time. We'll do it again. Okay. All right, uh John Peckman Podcast. That's what this was. Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, lovely downtown Portland. Come over the bridge, go through one light. You found it okay. I right? did. Yeah, it was easy. Awesome. Yeah. Pull a Yui. Yes. And then you're here. We're here with Alan Friedman, accountant to the stars, and also an excellent guitar player in his own right. Creator Thank of you. many albums that we have here. <laughs> thanks for coming. I appreciate John, it. John, thanks for having me. Be careful out there, kids. That is all. We will see you again. Be careful.